This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social Season 2, Episode 9. Uh, I'm your host, Maz, of course, and I'm joined by the boys, Ben and Ryan. How are we, chaps? We all good? We Top four. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> My friend. <laughs> and oh. we'll keep on <laughs> getting there. <Yeah. laughs> it's like he's like trying to rub social. it in that Seagull Socials didn't win. <laughs> Nah, um, mate. Nah, not at all. I'm absolutely Arsenal buzzing. No, I'm absolutely joking. no buzzing. Uh, no, big congratulations to Ryan. Ryan yeah. Let's just because um, fill in people because obviously a lot of people might have missed it or not aware of what war won. So just uh, fill in the people about what happened on the was yeah. it, when was it Thursday last Thursday. week? Thursday. Thursday night. Like a ago, doesn't it? Yeah, Ben. It feels like a while ago. I don't know about you, mate, but it seems yeah. to have just been a complete flash. But yeah, it was a good. It was a good day. Good night. Uh, obviously met Ben. Uh, we went to the FCA's awards uh, finals. Uh, we were there for Seagull Social and TSR. So obviously Seagull Social made the top three, which is kind of annoying because I literally didn't even yeah. know who the people are that won it. And I don't want to be no, calling yeah. it a podcast beef, but genuinely yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd never heard of them in my life. Um, but to be fair now, there were some good podcasts on there. But well, Hamill was saying to us there, wasn't he? He was saying like, there's a lot of AFTV bias and Arsenal bias there. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of like the four years that he's I been mean, there. Think, that's didn't they scoop like nearly like ten awards between them? Or something? Yeah, it's mad. They're like something ridiculous. Yeah, unfortunately well, for TSR, Ryan, yeah, there was no on. Arsenal stuff in, <laughs> in your uh, in your category. no Arsenal stuff. No, but we did manage to get, I think, off the top of my head, six awards, um, which included three golds. Uh, two silvers and a bronze, or it could be two. It might even be another bronze in there as well. So I think I'm pretty sure it's either six or seven awards. Ten mm. finest nominations, so absolutely yeah, mad. But uh, here's the, here's the uh, yeah, literally it was unbelievable. And obviously Isaac Shout the United Cloud for winning best young content yeah. creator as well. That was unreal. But yeah, uh, big up the boys. We we are the best in social for small to medium business. We we beat literally Mundial uh, yeah, straight yeah. offside. Like talk Chelsea, deluded Brendan. Like some of the biggest names in that industry. I was yeah. What I, a moment I don't understand why uh, Mundial was considered a small to. I don't really understand. I'm sure they're a bit bigger, aren't they? No idea. 
Well, yeah, okay. it says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Just, just to say, <laughs> say a lot. Just says a lot that um, I think who was it? I think it was Zach, your your guy Zach uh, Ryan. He was like, um, yeah. He pointed out that the best. He was like the best independent or one of the best like new creators or something like that or some other award like that. Yeah, the person that won it won it last year as well. So like, how was he the best yeah. new creator <laughs> to what, two years in a row? It's well, because and he was an Arsenal content creator as well. Apparently, what they did was. Um, the 2019 nominations were allowed to be left in. So maybe at that point, um, because obviously, you know, COVID and all that, no one was actually yeah. at the awards last year. So apparently uh, they were allowed to use the 2019 nominations too. Don't know how that really works, yeah. but yeah, I'm not complaining because we started in 2020. So, I mean, yeah, you've done well. Yeah. You know, a, a year, a year yeah. on and we're already award winners, six time award winners actually across the network. Like that is, oh, I don't even know. I'm literally lost for words. But yeah, I want to say thank you to everyone that voted and everyone that supports not only me, but everyone on everyone on TSO and obviously Seagull Social as well. It's, it's honestly, it's yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. It's a big mental. thanks to getting really us there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just to reiterate, like the fact that we've been made it to the awards, like that's mad. Like again, like similar to TSR, we, we've only been around for what over a year, if that. Yeah, the fact that the fact that we even got nominated, I think that just speaks volumes. And I, I'm very, I'm very confident we can get nominated again and actually make a top three next year. So yeah, um, yeah boys, uh, everyone, yeah, again, appreciate everyone getting us involved. And of course, big congratulations to TSR boys as well. Yeah, uh, killing the game. Uh, no. So yeah, boys, smashing it. And on don't know where, uh, don't However, know where Hub Football's awards were though. I was, I was just trying to find Hub Football. <laughs> oh, I see them anywhere. No what's idea this, where they what's were, this but, beef uh, you got with Hub Football? I don't, I don't get it. What have they done to you? Have they hurt you? Have they hurt you in any shape? Yeah. What are genuinely? Like, what have they done? <laughs> if I should say this on the podcast, to be honest. Yeah, maybe not. We'll get. We'll get on with uh, more pressing matters. Anyway, yeah, we'll stay yeah, professional. We'll, we'll, stay professional. Yeah, we'll stay professional. And um, anyway, so back to the football then. So of course, yeah. yeah uh, let's let's let, let's let's quickly, boys, because um, we got a bit of stick on socials uh, for our comments last mm. week. Well, I say our comments. It was more you and Ryan, Ben and Ryan's comments uh, about <laughs> Norwich. Uh, we got a lot of stick. No, on I socials. think it was a group thing because even at the beginning, like of the preview that went like well, semi viral with like the okay, Norwich I did, stuff. I, like, yeah, I did. You were like Norwich. Bit. We should yeah, be going to say like it's not just yeah. us. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, well, to be fair, in the clip that you posted, Ben, on the on Twitter, you didn't have my score prediction. Which I actually said one nil, uh, which obviously yeah, didn't happen. Right. But like, I think Ryan went four nil. Ryan, gra- Ryan actually taking the podcast mic out of the stand <laughs> probably probably the nail in the coffin for all Norwich fans that were like, we will not lose to Norwich. Uh, <laughs> fair, Ryan was very clever with his wording because he said, "I won't be on the podcast if we lose." He didn't say, "Yeah." yeah so he was very yeah, clever. I thought wording, if we, so. I thought if we didn't win, I was like, "Oh god!" I thought, "Oh no, am I going to miss a, miss an episode?" Yeah. But luckily. I said if we lose, <laughs> I think that's, I yeah, um, but you know that was funny. Um, so you know Chris Reeve, shout out Chris Reeve, he's a great guy. Um, but obviously, talk Norwich City. I went on their podcast literally like a few days ago. Obviously, that came out on I think the Thursday, and I told him to watch this podcast, like the podcast of the Norwich game. And I said oh, just God. clip to the end. I said you don't have to watch the whole thing; just watch to the end. We talked about the little preview of Norwich, and, I, and he literally had never seen it before, and he was like. Oh my god! So if you if you see the video between me and Chris, literally we're just going at it for like a solid twenty minutes. It's hilarious. But then I actually <laughs> saw Chris at the at the game uh, against Norwich because I made the trip up to Norwich, and I saw Chris, and he was in he Wait, was in the Norwich the end. No, I saw him from his seat, and he was right. he literally sits like where the away end is. I was right at the end of the away end, like next to the home fans. So it was mm. quite it was a bit like the Palace sort of you know you can see right at them. 
And I, I spotted yeah. Chris and he was messaging me saying, like, are you here and stuff? So I messaged him. I was like, if you look literally behind that like green pole, I'm right there. And we just saw each other and it was just like exchanging banter throughout the whole thing. <laughs> but, no, it's quite <laughs> funny. But to be honest, it's, it's, the most, it's probably the biggest highlight of the whole day because the game was so dead. But yeah, no. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, was, I was at Ascot <laughs> um, and like, I've only just checked and I was looking at the message, like message request and I saw that Let's Talk Norwich. Is that his page? Yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah. they posted our video or our preview, I think, on their story, I believe. Well, they posted something mm. about us because they tagged us. Yeah, in. yeah. I never I saw them to put it on there. <laughs> what was it? Was it our preview? Um, yeah, it was the preview. Yeah, I, I, I told them to put it? the Norwich oh, clip. Yeah, yeah. And that's why all the Norwich fans saw it. Yeah, because um, I sent yeah. it to Chris and I said the guy yeah, on Twitter the, shout out before forget the guy on Twitter that was like quote tweeted it and he was like on paper we've got a better team than Brighton I was like are oh, you yeah. actually joking like that is the worst mate, shout got, ever yeah. mate he got he got cooked like, yeah, he, he got, got cooked, cooked on the timeline <laughs> yeah, like literally I think he had about 40 quote cooked, tweets <laughs> yeah I think he had he 40 got... quote tweets of just people just going mate like too far step too far but yeah I mean look we didn't come ourselves in glory I mean it was quite an evenly contested game i don't think there was anyone really like could you come out of the game saying we deserved it? i suppose ryan i'd be interested to hear from you first obviously you were there first hand watching it do you think mm. we deserve to, to get the win on obviously we had a big penalty shout which we will get on to but yeah what was your sort of overall summary of the game uh, i think to be honest if anyone deserved something it's probably norwich really i yeah. think like we had a couple of chances but in total i'd say norwich were better than us in, in a lot of in a lot of areas of the game to be honest I thought um, Matthias Norman was unreal. I thought he literally run the game. And he was obviously up for it. You could tell he really wanted to get a goal because, you know, he had a few runs and tried to shoot a couple of times. You can tell he was really, like, wanting to get a bit back on Brighton, maybe for releasing. Yeah. But, yeah. no, I thought I thought he was really good. Like, he was so techy. He had a good first touch. His skill was unreal. I think... Oh, when he did Nutmeg... Yeah, Nutmeg Moda. Moda. I watched that clip because that's the clip that um, Norwich City posted on Twitter, right? And it was something like... The caption was something like... Um, determination, versatility, or something like that. Like, it was something quite big. Yeah, I was yeah. like, don't get me wrong. It was pretty cool. Like, his skill was good, yeah. But mm. he just ran to the corner. And he didn't do anything. Like, yeah, he just dribbling the ball opposite yeah. Yeah. the goal. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, The thing is, like, just before that, I think, wasn't it? I think it was literally just before he, like, played a ball with, like, the outside of his foot. And because I was right behind it, I could sort of see it a little bit nicer. And it literally just, like, curled like that. You know, like, those really satisfying, like, yeah, hard volley yeah, passes. Yeah. And he did, like, two or three of those. And he was just... He was just taking us apart, to be honest. He was winning everything. Mm. But yeah, can we sign yeah, him back? Like you said, <laughs> can we get him back <laughs> if, they get, if they get relegated? I was- but I no. was going to say he's yeah like like you said earlier Ryan he's obviously up for it because of you know being at the club yeah, before not getting any game time like he must have just had a point to prove and yeah uh, he looks like a great player and even all the Norwich fans are like oh we got because he's only on loan isn't he I'm pretty sure he's not actually signed for them oh I thought they signed I could oh, I, I could I, I could be wrong I'm ninety nine percent sure because I I saw someone comment yeah. like oh why why do we loan him kind of thing uh, let me have a quick have a look. Yeah, I was saying that. I agree. He's on loan from Rostov. Is it just a loan? Oh, that's even yeah, better. Yeah, from that's Rostov, even yeah, funnier yeah. that they're best players on we'll loan. Snap uh, but like, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, Ryan. Right, yeah, Norwich, Norwich completely, completely deserve to win that. But the beauty, the beautiful thing about it is that we played arguably our worst that we have this season, maybe on par with Everton, maybe. Um, and Norwich yeah, had their best performance of the season, and they still couldn't beat us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's levels to the game. Also, as well, also as well, Sergeant. 
Sergeant as well, he had that big chance to the open goal. And then, yeah, and how, how he didn't... Like, he, he looked like, for me personally, so when I was watching it, I was like, it looks like he's just trying to pass it. Like, you know, like, yeah, I know obviously he's just trying to sort of... Stro- he's going for accuracy, obviously, o- over power, which I get. Mm. But then at the same time, he's just literally stroked it with it's like... Quite far as if he's just doing a back pass. Mm. Yeah, so, I yeah thought, literally... To try to try and get that in from there and from the angle, surely you have to put a bit of power on. Yeah, because then was it Duffy? I think it was. He wouldn't have a chance. Yeah. Wouldn't have a chance to to block it and no, get it no. out. So he's American. Yeah, yeah Sergeant's yeah, American. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Sergeant, man. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he deserves uh, it for calling it soccer. Uh, that's yeah, what you soccer. get for calling it football soccer, man. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that that was a big chance for Norwich, obviously. And then let's talk about the obviously the big talking point of the game because there wasn't else much really to talk about. But uh, the more pay penalty. Now, there's been a lot of split sort of opinions on this one. Now, I've watched it a few times. I personally think it was a penalty. However, Ben, what 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 do you think? Do you think it was a pen? No pen. Yeah, hundred no percent challenge. A pen. 100% a pen. Yeah. Very, like, you know, it's soft, don't get me wrong. Like, Neil, you could have easily have continued standing on your feet. Not, I'm not saying Neil would have gone on to score the goal there because the ball got away from him, but obviously he, Neil had to go down to uh, to give the <coughs> the referee the choice of thinking, oh, he'd gone down, there must have been some sort of contact. If he stayed up, it's one of them ones where you, there wouldn't have been any conversation of a penalty. It's just one of them mm. things where you have to go down. Um, yeah. Definitely a penalty. Um, I think God knows what, how think... they looked at that and didn't think it was. Do you know what it is? I, I, well, first of all, I want to know, was it was it reviewed by VAR? Because I, I swear, like, sometimes there's been a couple of decisions yeah. in the past where they, like, sort of... I feel like they don't review certain things. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I'm sure it would have been. I'm sure it would have been. But, however, yeah, yeah I, I was a bit... Like, when you watch that on replay, surely you see that. Jeff, contact, Jeff Stelling but... was saying when he done his rant, he was like, the VAR have looked at that 10 times and they still haven't said it. Like, that's when... Yeah. Even if Jeff Stelling's doing a rant for you for a club he doesn't even support, yeah. you know, yeah. you know yeah. you've yeah. fucked up. Yeah, that is true. And right, right, what was it like in the stadium? Sons... Like, did all the away fans go mad? Or what was it like in the stadium when it, when it happened? Um, it was a bit... I was torn because I thought Mope should have just shot first time. But as soon as he was slipped through, I thought he should have just banged it. But then obviously I was on the other yeah. side of the pitch, so I couldn't really see too much. Um, but then as soon as he went down I'd said penalty uh, because as you do Um, but then I did genuinely thought because I thought if surely he wouldn't go down for no reason you know you're in that sort of position why would you take a tumble and not think you've been fouled I don't know I wouldn't think you'd dive in that situation but when I watched it back sort of later on I still thought he clipped him Um, and I I don't get why you know he would go down if he didn't get clipped because it was a goal-scoring opportunity. I don't think he would have missed that should he met the ball. So, yeah, I found it a bit of a strange one. I thought, if anything, it was a penalty. But I can't. We can't really complain too much with VAR because obviously what happened with Leicester and all that. You know, we've had a few things go our way recently. But I did think yeah. it was a pen, if I'm honest. Like, but you know, swings and roundabouts. He got away. Got away from Grant Hanley. Great Grant Hanley quite easily. Grant Hanley. <laughs> Grant Hanley. So I'm still in Josh Sargent mode. He got away from Grant pretty easily. But yeah, he did, and then. Grant was like stumbling towards him and then obviously yeah Krull brings it down but old Grant Hanley how did he play? Yeah, um, yeah he's pretty solid to be honest like I thought because I, I was expecting him to have a right stinker when you were mm. literally ripping into him like, <laughs> saying he's like the worst centre back in the league but um, <laughs> generally oh, I thought that, he, yeah. he, the, the Hanley agenda yeah, I thought he, was really random yeah, yeah. it is really he random he handled yeah. everything really quite well day, I thought on one <laughs> you didn't even hear my little pun then. I said I think we handled handled everything quite well, but no. Oh, yeah, I thought it was alright. It's quite solid. Get out. But yeah. Take his award back. Yeah. Take his award back. 
it's an award-winning joke, by the way. Um, but no, yeah, I um, yeah, I thought it was alright to be honest. But yeah, Norwich deservedly probably should have got better off front than us because. Mm. Oh, can we actually talk about as well Dan Byrne? Oh my god, he had a really good game Mate, again, and the two tackles he put in. Those yeah. tackles, are unbelievable. how did he get to those? Yeah, I'll t- I'll they're unreal. I'll like, tell you what, he, they're Lewis Dunk tackles really... then. Yeah, he's really come on, isn't he, this season? Like, I think with obviously Webster being out, he's probably thought, right, I need to step up here because he, you know, he's he's got his fair fair bit of um, mm. criticism in the past, and I think he doesn't really like. Oh, you know, obviously, no player wants that. No player wants to go into a game thinking, oh, am I going to mess up? Are the fans going to get on my back? Like all that kind of stuff. And I feel like he's he's really bounced back in that sense, like as in he he's you know got better. You know, and I'm always critical of it. Well, I have been in the past, and I just feel like the last two games he's been. Unreal yeah, like against Arsenal, he was he was top class, and uh, again against Norwich, he was brilliant. He's coming um, for he's coming for, he's coming for Webb Dini. He's coming for Webb Dini and turned into Dan Byrne Dini. Uh, <laughs> Can I get I, I genuinely think that um, oh, God, no, you don't. I thought that Burns probably playing with so much more confidence this year because, mm. like, apart from the time where he got skinned a little bit by Saka, pretty much every time he's played this season, I thought he's been really strong, and mm. you yeah. know. I wouldn't say that he's been within the chance of starting either. Obviously, with Kukureya being signed, I thought, you know, that was the nail in the coffin for him. But then he's still, you know, making appearances. I know that Webb's has been. But he's out, a left but... centre back, though. Like, we signed him as a that's, left centre back. So, like, I'm, I, feel, I feel like he's finally playing in a position that he's meant to be playing. In not where yeah, he should be. Yeah, the time, 100%. Where he should 100%. be more consistently. And that's obviously, it's clearly benefiting him from that. I, th- I think like, I he's think a centre back at the end of the day. That's the thing, yeah. nail on the head, I think. I think, like, the fact we were playing at left wing back, it was never going to cover himself in glory. Like, he was no, always going to get outplaced no. by wing, you know, fair play to pacey wingers. Fair play to what he done it there most of the time. Yeah, no, right? exactly, exactly. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel a bit bad now. that Because I, I think that was a big, big factor in the reason why he was playing badly is because he mm. was out of position and sim- simple as that. And also as well. Yeah, we, so yeah, we would always um, give him the benefit of the doubt, though. Like, I remember when we would slate him, we would always end up saying, well, he's, he's playing out of position. Like, yeah, we would. Yeah, we would sure. I think it was always clear that Potter didn't want to use March left wing back because he did everything he could to not do it. Like he would play Burn there, even though I thought March yeah. was like our best left wing back last year. Um, Man, he, he just didn't want to play him there, did he? Yeah. he? Just really didn't want to put him there. But um, yeah. actually, speaking of March, what... I don't know why we brought off Kukurea against Norwich. I, I didn't. I didn't understand that. I thought he was playing all right. Yeah, apparently, um, had a really good first half. Didn't he? Yeah, I thought he was quite. Maybe good. it was a, uh, probably maybe one of our better players. I didn't know why. Maybe he's just trying to like. Maybe managing uh, game called? time. Managing game time. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to yeah. Out. Don't get me wrong. March was pretty decent when he came on. He got made a few decent crosses and stuff like that. The, the, mm. Let's talk about the Mope here. So that was pretty much great from March. Decent play down the left hand mm. side between great ball in as well. And March. Yeah. Great ball in. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And he also done another one where he like drilled across the box. And I think he just went through everyone. Yeah. 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 March is March is a really, really good way of dribbling where he seems to have the ball stick to his feet. So mm. when he gets the ball, he seems to be able to dribble through players and like, you know, he doesn't look like he's going to lose it. But then it's just that final end product. But I thought against Norwich, he definitely had the end product. It was just, it's just so yeah. frustrating. That chance with Moby, I thought that was Shane Neil didn't have the end yeah, product. We're gonna, yeah. Remember, he, he was, after the he City, he was signed a last back, season. Yeah. He was walking back and he was like looking at, he was looking at, He's looking at his teammates, being like, "Oh fuck, I've really, I've really missed that." Oh, there's a like clip where it zooms in on his face. He's looking at everyone like, "Oh shit, I really fucking should have scored that." Mm. That's yeah, the thing, though. Imagine, imagine he'd done that last season. Imagine how much we would be on his back. Like we would be like, mm. "Oh, he's, yeah, mm. sell him, like get him out of the club." And like, it's just funny how things can change so quickly in football. Mm. It's like you know, even what two months ago, three months ago, when you're in like, form, oh, you give him the benefit. Yeah, of the doubt. yeah exactly. You're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, he'll <laughs> score next game." Like you know, he's he's playing he's still well. Still fourth he's, in the league. Goals. It's all right. You know, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, just quickly, just. 
quickly, I, I, just before I sort of forget, with the going back to the Dan Byrne thing, um, I was just thinking, I had a bit of a theory with Dan Byrne. I'm thinking, do you reckon that he's, his sort of upturn in form coincides with Shane Duffy's like upturn in form as well? The fact that he's sort of seen Shane Duffy you know, come back from what he's come back from, like playing well, and he's sort of given him maybe the, the sort of, not the confidence, but sort of giving him an example. Oh, well, if Shane Duffy can come back and do it, why can't I sort of bounce back? Because I know, I know it's very, they're not having had a similar path in terms of what's happened to Shane Duffy. Mm. Like, you know, with the you know personal losses and bad form itself, et cetera, et cetera. But it's still sort of similar in terms of he had a bit of bad form. A lot of people were on his back. Do you think and he would have got a bit another, of... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, just... I wouldn't be surprised if bringing in Cucurelli probably thought, well, my time up here is probably done. Like, because mm. if I'm not going to be playing left wing back anymore, because that, that was the only, yeah, place I was, only position yeah. I was playing last season. Um, but yeah, he's well, clearly hasn't given up like like Shane Duffy mm. didn't. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, it seems just, to have been a theme of of Potter's reign, really, doesn't it? Where these mm. players keep coming back and surprising us. Um, it's happened again yeah, yeah, yeah. with with Burn. He's done it before. He's done it again. March has done it again. Um, he's done it again. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> Harry Kane. He's done it again. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's just another one of those Potter Potter stories that he's. Yeah. So good at doing every single time. I don't doubt anything anymore. I just sort of let it happen now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't be doubting Potter in Potter, we, in Potter, we trust, mate. And then, of course, of uh, Lamptey as well. Great to see him back. Um, obviously, with with regards to Lamptey, how big of a an impact is that going to have with regards to having Lamptey on the right, Kukurei on the left? How more? Mate, like, how much the, um, better can we be? The reception that Lamptey got was so good. When he come on, like literally the whole away stand was just singing one Tarek Lamptey. And it was so nice because he deserves that sort of, you know, warm appreciation, I thought. Yeah. When he come on, like it was almost like a new signing, really, because no one's, not everyone's seen him play yet. So it was a bit like, you know, it's, it's almost like we've signed yeah, someone true, new, actually. but we know he's good. So it was yeah. really <laughs> nice to see him come on and just get that really nice, you know, warm appreciation from everyone and you know he he had a few touches like it was quite clear we were trying to give it to him quite a lot as soon as he come on because do something he had the pace. <laughs> just prodding him do yeah something, it was please. literally just like come on Tarek do something but um yeah it looked like they just tried to man mark him out of the game a bit to be fair because I think maybe Norwich saw what he did last season the season before and just thought we can't be dealing with that at the minute let's just chuck two or three men on him and just make sure we slide him out but um, I heard a few yeah, fans saying that he like kind of yeah. he looked a bit like obviously just coming back from injury he might be a bit scared of doing it again but I Apparently, he's like a bit like standoffish when, like, maybe a risk that he would have taken last year or last season when he's on four. Yeah, he got potentially pulled out. Is that actually true? Did he? Did he? Did he? Well, would you, would yeah, he he definitely he definitely looks like he's taking it easy. I wouldn't be surprised if he's been told to as well because mm. you obviously don't want to get rushed back in and then start you know going for it full on and then you know potentially hurt yourself for another year and a half yeah. because that's just not what anyone wants. So I can see why... That, that doesn't know, continue, really... though. You don't want him to like now constantly think, oh, I'm not going to go for that run or die yeah. run or I'm not going to um, go... It's a, it's a confidence thing as well, isn't it? You know, he's got to get that confidence back once mm-hmm. he's got it back. Um, I've got no doubts that Tarek's going to be a good player. It's just hopefully that he stays fit. That's the only worry for him. I do. I'm, um, I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I am generally scared that this might be like yeah. a, th- a thing, a consistent thing where he might... Yeah, like a recurring injury. Yeah, I, I, I really, I'm really, like, I really pray that I, he doesn't. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, I, I'm mind. the same as you, Ben. I'm, I'm the same as you. I feel like just because when because it was it a hamstring injury, wasn't it? It was a it was a hamstring yeah. injury that yeah. he initially yeah, he got. And, like, on it. and I think was it Will Will Buckley was saying to us the other week, like it's a potentially one of those injuries that can keep coming back Continue, at you and keep yeah. hindering you. So it's like yeah, like just hearing it from and seeing it from past players, especially the people that are, you know players that are quick, is they're notoriously known, aren't they, for for sort of 
you're getting injured with a hamstring or some kind of like you know muscular basically snapping of the of, of the ligaments or whatever uh just because how quick they are and the body just yeah can't handle it sometimes so i am i am slightly worried however we we wish him obviously all the best uh with regards to you know that hopefully that doesn't happen but i mean yeah you never never know in football but fingers crossed he's all gucci let Um, us know in the comments if you're worried as well or if you have zero worries about lampsy yeah let us let us know mate let us know um and then boys let's talk about um our sort of well our recent results i suppose because i'm just looking at it we've had what three three draws on the bounce now one all with palace nil nil with arsenal nil nil with norwich now a lot of fans were like oh well you know you should be beating norwich etc etc and obviously we were we were we were like that as well before the game um however looking back now in hindsight a draw against i mean it's not yeah i mean it's not the best draw away from home yeah, I'm always going to think yeah, positively. Away, We're fourth in the table. A draw exactly. away from home. 13 clean sheets in 2021. Just look yeah. at the positives. And we are. And it's then, a point away from yeah, home in a game where we didn't deserve anything again. Um, you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah, another yeah. point. It's another point towards wherever we're going to finish at the end of the year. Well. So yeah. we haven't gone out and lost. I think on another day, you lose that game probably nine times out of ten, to be honest. I mean, with the amount of chances mm. that we gave away, particularly on the wings, they seem to just be roasting us every single time on the counter-attack. And yeah, yeah, it just I think I think with um in general, if you can pick up points away from home and then win your home matches, you're always gonna be in a pretty good position at the end of the year. So I don't think anyone's gonna be concerned. I think Chris actually asked that question as well, saying, you know, is this a cause for concern, the amount of draws, but you'd rather draw the games and lose them, you know. We've only lost yeah, once this season and that was to, to Everton. Yeah. So, you know, it's a difference. So I, I I've got so much confidence, honestly. I think going into Man City as well. I have a I have a good feeling about it. Like I know that that's oh, really God. bold because obviously it's it's Man City. But like you have a you, you there's a, again I don't think there's any reason to not be positive at the moment. Like we again we haven't played well at Norwich, but we've got a point. And as you say, it's probably the best that Norwich have played all season, and they didn't even score against us. So okay, probably they should have tucked that chance away, particularly the Sergeant one. But yeah, they didn't. So <laughs> you know what I mean. So I think going into yeah. City. You've got to be positive. You've got to be positive. You're not we're like at home, the under the floodlights, you know, there's a bit of atmosphere around, everyone's a little bit, you know, a bit apprehensive for it. I think that, you know, there's nothing to lose either going into Man City. We're probably expected to lose the game. So anything oh, yeah. anything's a bonus really. So Yeah. Yeah, if we can no, get some sure. of that city going back to going the, into uh, Liverpool after, you're thinking pretty before positively. We, before we do the city preview later, I just wanna talk about Sanchez though, because obviously these okay. thirteen clean sheets this year have Done well, been unbelievable, and you can argue that that was since he's coming in, really, and been in the team. Um, I saw I was watching Adam Adam McDonald's live stream on Seagull Central. I think someone brought up the topic of uh, Sanchez having like mistakes in him. Like, do you think that he does have mistakes in him as a keeper? Or would you, yeah, what do you reckon? Because uh, that was it. Did look a bit. It did look a bit iffy. He charged out and like kind of swung a leg at it and mm-hmm. missed it. I, f- oh, I feel like it. he does he do- he does have a little bit in him, but I think that's just I think that's what makes him a good goalkeeper. He's got that sort of fearlessness. He's got that kind of you know uh, he does take risks, which I sort of quite like in a goalkeeper. Like, however, I feel like with time he's still got a lot to learn. Like you know he made that jump from was it Rochdale up to the Premier League like quite that was like a quick sort of progression for him in terms of like jumping levels. So I feel like he's still got a lot to learn. Um, but yeah, I, I've you know, but he doesn't feel me. He's not one of those goalkeepers where I'm like, oh shit, I'm really worried about him in the sticks. He, he doesn't, he doesn't have that. He doesn't strike that fear in me in that sense. No, but I do feel like sometimes he does have a bit of a sort of 
all, like an O moment, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't. He doesn't strike that fear in me. I'm not worried about him when he's in the sticks. Uh, if that's sort of what. And if we look thinking about mistakes he's made, I, there's only one that comes to my head, and I think it was I don't remember who it was against, but it's from a corner. And I think he like flat Leicester, it, and completely it? missed it. Was it Leicester? Yeah, that's I think it, that's yeah, the only Leicester, yeah. only only like actual mistake. There might, might be one more, but that's the only one that comes to my mind. So like, even if he does make a mistake, he make, makes up for it normally. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What do you reckon, Ryan? I think, I think with goalkeepers, um, there's, they've always got a mistake in them, you know, because every player's got a mistake in them, but you wouldn't notice it as much. And I think with goalkeepers, you're always going to notice the mistakes a lot more. And with the one where he sort of missed it against Norwich and probably got away with it big time, um, you know, any good goal, any, any good striker finishes that, you know, quite comfortably. Um, but I think, you know... You're saying Josh Sargent is a good striker, Ryan? Oh. Send, I mean, send have a look at that clip and then answer <laughs> that joking. question for yourself. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But... Yeah, I think with I think with uh, goalkeepers, you're always going to notice the mistakes a little bit more because obviously, if a goalkeeper makes a mistake, it leads to a goal nine times out of ten. Yeah. You know, so you know if a striker misses something, but then they score after, they redeem themselves. Whereas if a goalkeeper makes a mistake and then makes a good save after, they're going to still remember the mistake. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So you know, we're we're going back to Leicester. I remember when he flapped it once and they scored, and it's like. But, you know, you can easily remember that, but it's not easy to remember, you know, a good save that he pulled off three weeks ago or something. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, so yeah, no, 100%. With goalkeepers, yeah. you're always, you're always going to know, you're always going to remember the big mistakes. You know, Carriers, for example, in the Champions League final. Everyone's always cool. going to remember those two mistakes yeah. that he made. Because like, yeah, he did it on a world stage, you know? Well. Mignolet. You know, there's, there's so many yeah. big big errors well, that Ryan, are always going to be we're gonna have, um, We're going to have Sanchez doing, well, he's, well we're going to be in the Champions League final, so you never know. Sanchez might have a chance. To, yeah, that's true. To a few years on. Hopefully he does. We had that DM from our Aussie fan, didn't he? he was like yeah. Champions League 2025 so like, <laughs> yeah hopefully we, we, we do get the Champions League final but then Sanchez does the opposite of a Carrius mm. uh, thing but like also that. on Sanchez we are so lucky, lucky to have like a young keeper with so much potential playing for Spain by yeah. the way well in the Spain national yeah, team yeah. so he soon will be playing I'm sure he'll get his chance soon and yeah we are so lucky to have him Like the only way is up for that boy he'll be, he'll be only a top, way top, is yeah. up and the amount of experience he's going to get even going to these Spanish camps, even if he's not playing, you know, the people he's around is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, obviously, training with David De Gea and stuff, I mean, it must have probably been a dream for him to ever even be in the same room as David De Gea probably growing up because obviously De Gea has been one of the best goalkeepers of recent times, you know. Mm. So the amount of experience and things he's going to learn from people like that, you know, David De Gea, you know, we refer to him as one of the best goalkeepers probably of this generation, right? Yeah, how many mistakes has he made in, in his in his time? You know, and Manchester United oh, yeah, fans yeah, probably yeah, the worst exactly. for obviously they'll Lions. jump on him straight away. But like in his earlier you know, years, I'm trying really, to say goalkeepers. Sa- Sanchez yeah, is in his earlier early years. years. Remember David in his earlier years? Yeah, he used to make loads of mistakes. Yeah. And then he went on to yeah. be like one of the best goalkeepers in the world. You know, for multiple years. So mm. people, as I say, with goalkeepers, are always going to remember those errors and sort of things. So yeah, I agree with you on Sanchez. Though I think his his ceiling's high and. To have that, as Maz said, of that calmness as well is so big for a goalkeeper, especially a young goalkeeper, because, you know, I think there's a couple of times against Norwich. I remember one touch in particular. He sort of like, there was someone, I think it was Pookie chasing him down. He just sort of touched it really, really gently. And he just, he sent him the wrong way, but it wasn't like a fake shot or anything. He just, little touch and he sent him the wrong way and then just passed it out really comfortably. And that's, that's the sort of little things that are really reassuring about him. And Ryan, it's funny. It's like it's good that you mentioned that actually, because that was going to be my point. You know, in like in this day and age now, we all talk about uh, a ball playing goalkeeper. I don't mean that's like the big, 
the big in thing, like the big trend in football managers. Obviously, you've got Edison at Man City doing it. Um, Allison's not too bad. But like basically, you look at the top goalkeepers in, in, in the world in the Premier League, they're all good with their feet and they're all, you know, they've got great distribution. Like Edison's distribution is ridiculous. Like, yeah. and what, what would you, world, let's, let's start with you, Ryan. What, what do you think Bobby Sanchez has got that right now? Or do you think he's still yet to learn that side of the game in terms of distribution and, you know, that kind of stuff? I think um, his passing's not always that good. He's. I think when he does those little drop kicks, they're good. They're always pretty much accurate. But when he does his goal kicks, they can be a little bit dodgy. I, um, I remember he I did think one, his best... um, the drop kick at Palace, Jember, to put Welbeck through. Yeah, the, um, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. those so drop that, that kicks good, are normally really accurate. Like he seems to get them pretty much spot on every time, which is good. Mm. Um, goal kicks could probably be improved. Like if I was to be saying, oh, what he could be improving on. Um, yeah. But I'd say I'd say the best best attribute that he has in terms of distribution is definitely, you know, them little touches. You know, the, those little for that first time touch. You know, he uses his chest as well. He cut, catched it really calmly. Mm. Those sort of things, and then just plays it out really, really simply. And that's that's a hard trait to come by. You know, not many goalkeepers have that naturally, particularly so young. Um, and that's something that, as you say, like the likes of Edison, Donnarumma. You know, those sort of goalkeepers, world class goalkeepers, have. Um, but yeah, he's got the world class attributes. It's just you know he's got he's got a lot to learn in that you know. Even when Ben Gibson, not always see, perfect, of course. Ben Gibson's like long range strike that look unbelievable. Was great strike from a centre back like him, and you see like you just yeah. see Sanchez like just literally jump so casually. Caught it, didn't he? Yeah. He was going top yeah, corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. So cool. I thought that was that's, going that's, in that's as well. What I, like I about thought that was yeah, a great same. strike. You know, there's a lot of power behind that. He just caught it so mm. comfortably. So. That, that's what that's what I mean. Yeah, like, he doesn't. Cool he doesn't. Sometimes in the past we've had goalkeepers like you know sometimes occasionally Matty Ryan sometimes when he used to go up for you know when he used to go up for aerial as in like a corner or set pieces mm. basically sometimes like I used to fear sometimes like the way he used to like jump and like I just didn't feel safe. Yeah, he was not big enough yeah. for it that's why yeah he just wasn't big exactly enough. whereas with sanchez i'm like yeah he's commanding he's confident like he'll go up there and he'll like grab it and he'll be like yeah that's my ball like do you know what i mean like yeah. he gives he that many aura claims of, like, as well yeah yeah and against that, Norwich, the, amount, the amount of claims he was making is really really reassuring like mm. you know we, it's, it's bad that we we have to compare the claims because you know it goes to show that we haven't really had a goalkeeper as good as, as sanchez for a long time mm. but yeah. with matty ryan like I'm not even doing this to slate Matty because I know that I got stick for slating him back when he left. But, I mean, he's nowhere near as good as, as Robert Sanchez at all. I mean, in, in pretty much anything that he does, he's, he's nowhere near the kicking and, and the claiming. The claiming's a massive, massive part of the confidence yeah. of the entire back line. And if you've got a oh, goalkeeper 100%. that's not even looking commanding in the box, I mean, what hope have we actually got, you know? So, yeah, I agree yeah. With, with his claims. I can think of multiple. And, and obviously Norwich aren't a small side either. They've got some big centre-halves and obviously Pukki's quite a big centre-forward. So, um, yeah, no, he, he, was, he, was, he was solid again against Norwich, I thought. Yeah. No, he, he, he's, like Ben said, his ceiling is very high. And um, yeah, I, I'm excited yeah. to see his de- de- development. Um, I right, can't boys, wait to get 50 so... million for him. Or more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hopefully more by the time he leaves, yeah. Well, yeah, um, and then finally, boys. Then let's get on to the Man City preview. Of course, uh, we're under no illusion. <laughs> it's definitely our toughest test to date. Uh, our, City's well, toughest yeah. test to date. Yeah. Thank you. Top <laughs> yeah. four battle. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Let's just behind, do the Norwich behind... preview, but re- re- replace Norwich's name with City. <laughs> yeah. We'll just get absolutely slated by City fans. City, we should be no beating fans, teams like City. Oil money, like <laughs> no <laughs> should fans. Be beating teams uh, like oil City, money. Boys, yeah, they're just literally an irrelevant club. Like they've got yeah, no fans Kevin, to attack me. So Ke- right. Kevin De Bruyne <laughs> FC. 
Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne is just the worst yeah. version of like Yakamoda. Um, Pascal Gross. Man- yeah, no, managers are fraud. Pascal Gross. Yeah, on a serious note. On a serious note. Yeah. We beat him home last season. Can we do it again? Probably not, in my opinion, but we've seen we've seen Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Have you seen Stranger Things? I've watched Stranger Things, mate, personally. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I have actually. Great series. It it gets it gets rubbish after. Um, But yeah, obviously, like Ben said, last well, apart from I mean, I was just about to say we've got pretty we're pretty good against City, but then I've just looked a bit further back and uh, yeah, I'm not going to stick with that Mm. statement. However, (laughs) in the last season, (laughs) we've been half decent. In the last season, (laughs) we do better than like Burnley and Norwich and all them lot. They always well, turn up to the Etihad or even at home uh, when they get battered at 5 0, like an annual thing. Lo- so, Percy uh, Town uh, made a good turn against Sinchenko, se- that's still in the memory. That says yeah. quite a lot. Yeah, 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 <laughs> last season aside, last season aside, we've lost 5 0, 4 0, and 4 1. So uh, we're, not, we're not doing too great in that department. However, last season, yeah, it was positive. We only lost 1 0. Yeah. I remember watching that game. Uh, I think Percy Town came on, didn't he? Or did he yeah. play? Um, yeah, yeah and I remember play. like yeah we only lost 1-0 and we actually played really well like yeah, we it was really one of those 1-0 well. losses where we actually played really well and we didn't really deserve yeah. to lose one probably deserved uh, it should, yeah, probably, yeah it should have been the draw and then of course we all know 3-2 what a game that was uh, stadium was rocking big result and um, yeah we obviously Best deserved to win that game in a long yeah. time definitely so fingers yeah, crossed like we get that res- you know from last season we can hopefully we, we've shown this season we've built from that in terms of I think we're a better team we're we're more confident uh, we're obviously putting more chances away than we were last season so why like I know it's not realistic and you know Man City like Ryan said on paper should be winning and they probably will do however why can't we go into the game thinking well we've done it before why can't we do it again because we've come on more leaps and bounds from last season would you agree with that yeah no I, I think I think we're showing that we can grind out results now and it would be nice if we actually went to City and you know really didn't have to play them off the park but just outdid them on the night and I think that's the sort of result I'm hoping for I think I think I put it on well I was going to put it on Twitter anyway and I was going to say I reckon we'll just grind them out I, I actually think we could win this game and I think it'll be one goal oh, um, shit. I, I do and I think it's going to be tough obviously and I think City are by far the be- one of the best teams in the league uh, behind probably in the world Chelsea and Liverpool I mean it's it's a t- it's a literal toss up but yeah I, I'm confident in, a, in the weirdest way because I know that this I, you know I know that we'll probably lose 4-0 now I've said it but there's yeah. nothing to lose you know like if we lost to Norwich it's big you know it's like oh god we lost to Norwich but if we lose to City yeah. oh well life goes on you know like we're not expected yeah, exactly. to beat them but if mm. we do we're going to be buzzing and we've got every reason to be so yeah I mean, I, I mean, I, I think it could be a one goal, a one goal in it, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if we nicked it. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I mean, look, I'll, I'll be buzzing with a draw. If we can get a draw against Man City, that'd be fun. Because obviously they drew, they, they drew against Southampton, didn't they? Nil nil, which is, that gives me kind of confidence. Um, you know, the fact that Southampton drew with them nil nil earlier in the season, well, not too long ago, like three or four games ago. So the, if they can do it, why can't we? Kind of thing. So mm. my my realistic Nothing. prediction um, is a draw. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I can't see us beating them. I mean, if we do, obviously amazing. But yeah, I, I think a realistic, like, well, a hopeful, a, 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 a pessimistic, uh, not pessimistic, a positive look outlook is a draw. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you never know with these things. Ben, for me, what, what's though, your prediction for the game? They haven't been leaking too many goals. Like I'm looking at their recent results. Like maybe you could argue when they played Leipzig, they conceded three in the Champions League. But other than that, so beat Burnley 2-0. Okay, drew with Liverpool, but 2 all conceded there. Didn't concede against Chelsea. Uh, didn't concede against Southampton. 
didn't concede against Leicester. I didn't concede against Arsenal, Norwich. Oh, they lost to Spurs, Sugar. Yeah, yeah, they lost. But yeah, anyway, lost you get my point. They haven't really been conceding too many goals. And, mm. you know, we are, we, well, other than the past few games, we were well, you, the clinical yeah, well, team. Like you said, Ben, with the 13 clean sheets earlier, that only Man City and Chelsea have got, have got the better record. So only mm. only those two sides in 20 to 1 have got a better clean sheet record. Nailed than on 0 0. I'll tell you that. We're already in Pep's head from last time out where Potter managed to rattle him so hard. So. You know, we're already in his head. We won the mind games. Let's just do it again. I, I, I don't know. I feel like, Brian I feel like there's something Small in prediction? it. 2-1. I think 2-1. 2-1, Brian. Score. Jesus I think Christ. Grealish is going to score against us just because he always does, right? He loves it, yeah. Um, yeah. He always scores against us, but Two I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be all right. Because right. he'll be so bright and to like, struggle against Norwich. We obviously dominated yeah. Arsenal. Um, struggled against Palace, but, but got a result. I just feel like it's a bit of a pattern here. We we struggled, then did well. Struggled, then gonna do well. Right? <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think kick off underneath right. the lights as well. <laughs> five, it's not as yeah, late yeah, evening kick off. Five thirty under the lights. Oh, I'm excited, mate. Yeah. At the Amex, it's gonna be a good it's night. Gonna, I, I think. I think no matter what happens, it's gonna be two very positive attacking teams now like that's that's what i'm that's what i think we should we should give ourselves credit is that the fact that we like actually going against i'd much rather us go foot like actually go for the game against city and lose rather than sitting back trying to get a draw you know trying to be negative and you know just be like a hmm. five man at the back and obviously well, yeah, we'll if we sit back like we've back, done but... in previous years that's like under hewton like no disrespect yeah like, you can't expect us to that's always exactly go it. at them but like exactly. under hewton yeah, yeah. we would go to the etihad sit back and shit for oh 100 um, percent so, yeah, no, which, which, which most teams do, for but, um, but yeah. for me, I, I don't know. If, I don't think we can concede. I don't think we'll um, score against them, unfortunately. Uh, I think it'll, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it'll like, be like two, okay, two nil, two nil City for me. We spoke about the results with City as well. I think I think it was Potter's season where we lost four nil away. I think, and then well, I don't know how he did at home. I can't just remember how he did at home. Maybe it was like a two nil or something. But I seem to remember the four nil away, right? Do you remember it was like the scoreline did not reflect the result? And I think I remember that Pep afterwards was saying like, generally that was the toughest game that they've played and it was yeah. just not like a 4-0 game at all. And mm. it was only because of Sergio Aguero and, you know, those sort of clinical players as to why they beat us by so many. But if you actually watch that game, like it, th- there was nothing in it. And you compare our team then to now. And I think with City, okay, you know, we said about the result was normally a bit not great, but... I think we've showed that we can outdo Pep on the day. We've, we've showed we can do it. Um, obviously, Potter's like his biggest fan and all that sort of thing. And it, it seems so Pep's Potter's biggest fan at the same time. They've got like this weird rival yeah, respect weird, at the same time. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got confidence. I don't know. I think you can tell. I, I genuinely think that we could get something because that's just how our season's going. Everything seems to just be going well. So I think yeah. I think we can well, do just, something. Just to sort of reiterate how, uh, well, what an uphill task this is going to be. We've only beaten Man City once ever uh, in the Premier League, and that was last season. So, yeah, it's, it's mm. never going to you know, it's never gonna be an easy game. However, past we've done it. We've done past, it now. Mate, we've broken the curse. Yeah, we've, we've yeah, broken exactly. the curse. We hadn't, so, we hadn't yeah, beaten Leicester positive. in the Premier League, and then we go and beat them. You know, so, so oh, yeah. we beat we we beat Norwich twice when they were up, and we didn't beat them. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So yeah, let's just go take them on. Let's matter. go. Po- let's be positive, yeah, boys. Points. But yeah, we're gonna go what? Draw, draw, win, Brighton win. <laughs> no, I said two 0 City. Yeah. Oh, two 0 City. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two, two one. 
two one yeah, uh, two one Brighton Ryan, and then I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go nil nil. Yeah, just to be positive. Yeah. But I, I'm with nil, Ben. I, nil. I feel like really? we are gonna lose. I, I was no gonna goals. say nil nil. I was gonna say nil nil. But like City are gonna score. Let's be honest. I know, we, is, yeah, I know we. I know we. I know we. good. We're good at the back. Okay, I'm gonna go one all. One. I'm gonna go one all. I'm gonna go one all. One all. One all. Yeah, one all. Anyway. Anyway, right, boys. Listen, another great pod. Um, of course. We're going to be back. Hopefully, we're going to try and get some more guests on as well. So for the Newcastle game, we're going to uh, we're having a guest, Kendall, uh, who's a big Newcastle fan. Uh, so we're going to get Kendall on the pod, and then we're going to we're going to try and secure some more other guests as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just be on the watch. And any other suggestions? Let us know in the comments down below if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, please do let us know who you would want to see uh, in the upcoming weeks. So if we can make it happen, we'll try our best. We've got Ryan, who's the the plug. Uh, we've got Ben, who's the boy, and uh, I'm also <laughs> trying, trying to get... The human being as well. Yeah, can we do this yeah, at the end? Yeah, before, before, we got, before we go... We actually have got a guest on today. Um, we have actually got a guest. Now, I think he hasn't barked either, I'm really surprised. I know. Rufio! Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if you've noticed, yeah. I've, I've been looking down at him the whole time, because like, he kept like, coming next to me. But basically, he's got really bad... Um, like separation anxiety. So you always want to be near me. But Rufio, say hi to all the Seagull social viewers. Yeah, no? Okay. All right, he's, he's not going to do much. Yeah, everyone, Rufio, Seagull social, Rufio. Peace out. Whack it in the comments. That's what you're commenting this week. But in capitals, you have to put Rufio. 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 <laughs> and for anyone who's not watching on YouTube, uh, yeah, you're probably thinking, what the hell is going on? But I just showed you my new dog, who's the boy. Rufio. Yeah, if you're not, if you're um, not, if you're listening to Spotify and Apple, get on YouTube right now and go to like the yeah, yeah, 40th just to see, minute, just to see the Rufio. cutest, fluffiest it. dog you'll ever see in your life. Um, and for anyone <laughs> who doesn't know, in the comments. does it, you boys do you know Rufio where that comes from? Yeah, bit of trivia. I do. All right, Ben, uh, Ryan, do you know Rufio where that comes from? I've heard the name, but I don't know where where I've heard Rufio. it from. Basically, Rufio. it's from the Rufio. film Hook Rufio. with Robin Rufio. Williams. And one of the characters who's the part, uh, he's part of the Lost Boys, like the, the gang of the Lost Boys, mm. and he's like the leader of it. And then really sadly, he does die, which really broke oh, my heart. Why are you spoiling it for the Maz? Oh, I'm sorry, mate. Well, I'm sure I'm sure everyone's watched Hook before. However, dies, yeah, he's the boy. Yeah. Man like Rufio. And uh, yeah, like ever growing up, I was always like, I love Rufio. So like if I was ever to get a pet, that's the first name. Yeah, and then I, 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 I've given the unofficial surname of Cliver, Rufio Cliver, because growing up, Patrick Cliver <laughs> was one of my favourite players. <laughs> Patrick Cliver was one of my favourite players growing up. So I was like, I've got to try and get Cliver. It's such a random person to love. I know. I don't know why. Was that Actually, what? I, I, time at Barca or Newcastle? Yeah, Barca. Yeah, it was his time yeah. at Barcelona. And uh, for some reason, I just loved him as a striker. And, like, yeah, really strange. Like, he was like Brandon, my first yeah. sort of like my favourite player, which is yeah, a bit of a strange one. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, boys and girls, uh, thank you very much for, for listening and watching. Of course, as per usual, uh, like, comment and subscribe if you watch on YouTube and keep streaming it on Apple and Spotify. And boys, last week I remembered, we didn't do a comment down below. Um, yeah, we did. So we did we? I was going to say, yeah, yeah this week it has to just be Rufio. How much it needs to put it in capitals oh, and go Rufio. Rufio capitals. Um, but also, right. I saw someone comment on, I'm, I'm sorry for forgetting your name, but someone commented, can someone do timestamps? I don't have time to do timestamps like within YouTube. <laughs> so if anyone watching here wants to take on the role of doing timestamps for the podcast and put them in the comments, we'll forever love we you. will we will pin you. We will pin it every it's single first week. job role going out from Seagull Social. Yeah, yeah. And you're not getting yeah. paid. You you're not it, getting paid. So. But it's love. You'll have your comment you pinned paid every single love. week. You get paid yeah. in love. If you do you it, paid, yeah, you get love paid that. in love. Yeah, we'll give you. Yeah. Five I'll send you a Snapchat every single day, and uh, <laughs> and so will Maz of his dog. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If, you want, yeah if you want to see Rufio, subscribe to Rufio's OnlyFans and you get free, free, free membership. <laughs> stop, trying, stop trying to solicit my dog. Right. Uh.
<laughs> boys and girls, been an absolute pleasure, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.